is Monday, January 13th. What to know today about Iran's confession and protests, the severe weather in the U.S., and the royal family's emergency meeting. Plus, the Hummer is making a comeback, the new smartphone for On the Job, and Instagram gives Boomerang an upgrade. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Iran has confessed. After days of denying it, Iran's military now admits it accidentally shot down that Ukrainian airliner last week, killing 176 people. The New York Times reports Iranian officials call it a disastrous mistake. They say the missile operator had about 10 seconds to decide what to do and thought the plane flying over Iran's capital was a threat. They know now it wasn't. But Iran also blames the U.S. for causing heightened tensions. Remember, a few days before that happened, the U.S. killed Iran's top military commander in a targeted drone strike. Then Iran fired missiles at U.S. troops in Iraq as revenge. And just a couple hours after that, they mistakenly shot down the Ukraine International Airlines flight. Now Iran is apologizing, but also says this happened partly because of, quote, U.S. adventurism. There were no Americans on the plane that was shot down, but more than 80 Iranians died, along with Canadians and Ukrainians. So people are angry. In fact, CNN reports thousands of anti-government protesters took to the streets in Iran, demanding the supreme leader step down and, quote, leave the country. In response, Iran's security forces fired tear gas, rubber bullets, and eventually live ammunition. They opened fire on demonstrators. President Trump tweeted his support for the protesters in both English and in Farsi, and he told the leaders of Iran not to kill protesters. But in Washington, there is still some controversy about why President Trump authorized the killing of Iran's top military commander in the first place. President Trump has said Iran was planning to target four U.S. embassies, But the U.S. Defense Secretary told CBS News yesterday there isn't evidence of that. Still, the Defense Secretary said other intelligence justifies the killing. Texas says it will not accept any new refugees this year. And NBC News reports it's the first state to turn people away under a new rule. President Trump's executive order basically lets state and local governments decide if they want to take part in a federal program to resettle new refugees. The governor in Texas says they're opting out of the program because the state needs to direct resources towards the people already living there and says Texas has historically resettled more refugees than any other state. But not everyone in Texas agrees with the decision. Critics say he's confusing illegal immigration with the pressing needs of refugees who are no longer safe in their home countries and have a legal right to seek asylum. Fox News reports more than 40 states have already agreed to accept refugees, although local cities and counties can still choose to refuse them. The deadline to decide for any local government is January 21st. Severe storms and tornadoes hit parts of the U.S. over the weekend in the South and Midwest, and the bad weather is now blamed for at least 11 deaths. USA Today reports hundreds of thousands of people lost power from Texas to Ohio, and hundreds of flights were canceled in Chicago. The governor in Arkansas declared a state of emergency to get more resources to help out in the aftermath. And there's a severe situation in the Philippines. CNN reports a volcano erupted this weekend, sending ash up to nine miles in the air. It's now mixing with rain and creating a thick black sludge. Philippines authorities are calling for a total evacuation near the capital, and the country's main airport has now shut down. They're concerned about ash, lava, and another possible eruption. 
Same-sex marriage is legal in Northern Ireland as of today. The BBC says couples can start officially saying they want to marry, but they do have to give notice 28 days before they actually do, which means the first weddings will likely happen around Valentine's Day. Until now, Northern Ireland has been the only part of the UK to ban gay marriage. Well, speaking of the UK, the royal family is holding an emergency meeting today. And yes, it's all about Harry and Meghan's surprise announcement from last week when they said they'll be stepping back from their royal duties and becoming financially independent. They also plan to split their time between the UK and North America. The Queen called for today's meeting, and it's apparently the first time the royal family will meet face-to-face to talk things through and figure out the future. The Guardian reports Prince Harry and his brother Prince William, along with their dad Prince Charles, will be there with the Queen in person. The Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, is expected to call in. She's in Canada with baby Archie. The AP reports the group will likely go over finances, for one, like who will pay for the couple's security, which is right now funded by taxpayers, and what they're allowed to do to make their own money. The Queen hopes to get this all resolved within days instead of weeks. Stay tuned. A quick break now for our sponsor today, Zola. I was actually just having a conversation with a newly engaged friend over the weekend about my best advice for planning a wedding, and it's this. Do what you and your fiancé want and don't worry about anyone else. I know from experience that trying to please everyone will just make it that much more stressful than it already is. And try to keep things simple. That's actually why I love that Zola offers everything you need in one place so it's easy and less stressful. For one, Zola offers free wedding websites, and you can choose from hundreds of gorgeous designs. They also have beautiful yet affordable invites and paper and a free guest list manager to collect addresses and track online RSVPs. I love that. And finally, Zola offers the highest rated registry of all time, all in one place. Zola has helped 1 million couples get married, and they can help you too. Go to Zola.com newsworthy today and use promo code SAVE50 to get 50% off your save the date. You can also get a free personalized paper sample before you purchase. That's 50% off the save the dates at Zola.com newsworthy with the promo code SAVE50. Now back to the news. The Hummer is making a comeback, or at least the name is. Reuters cites sources who say a new all-electric pickup truck will be sold with the Hummer name. The Hummer was discontinued 10 years ago, but now the new version is expected to go on sale by the year 2022. And it's apparently the first of several battery-powered SUVs and pickups GM will be rolling out over the next several years. The Wall Street Journal calls it an odd move to bring the Hummer back as an electric model, since the original Hummer was definitely a gas guzzler. Either way, NBA star LeBron James has apparently agreed to help promote it, starting with commercials during the Super Bowl next month. Tesla is also coming out with its own electric pickup truck called the Cybertruck. And speaking of Tesla, CEO Elon Musk teased a new feature that lets cars talk to pedestrians through external speakers. It's not clear yet if the driver would actually get to talk into the speakers and say whatever he or she wants, or if there would be presets meant just for safety reasons. Samsung is launching a new smartphone meant to be used on the job. It's called the Samsung Galaxy X-Cover Pro. TechCrunch says it's meant to be rugged and durable without being bulky. And The Verge says it also has a big battery built to last all day that is also replaceable if you just need a new one. So it's being marketed to workers like flight attendants, nurses, construction workers, or others on the go. Though anyone can buy it. The phone will cost nearly $500 and should be available in the U.S. in the first half of this year. Instagram's popular boomerang feature is getting an upgrade. 
TechCrunch says users can now share slow-mo effects and trim the length of the boomerang video. They can also use the echo effect to add a blur trail to moving objects, or duo, which rapidly rewinds the clip to the beginning with a digitized look. Users will be able to find these new effects under the infinity symbol after they record a boomerang. Rivals Snapchat and TikTok also have some similar video effects. For the first time in weeks, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker did not take the number one spot at the box office. Instead, the World War I movie 1917 took over at the top, bringing in $36 million in its first weekend. The movie won two Golden Globes last Sunday for Best Motion Picture Drama and Best Director. It will likely be nominated for some Oscars, too. And Oscar nominations are announced this morning, so stay tuned. But last night, it was all about the Critics' Choice Awards. The movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won Best Picture. For TV, the shows Fleabag, Succession, and When They See Us won in their categories. Eddie Murphy received this year's Lifetime Achievement Award, and Kristen Bell received the See Her Award, honoring those who help provide authentic portrayals of women and girls in media. And that's it for the main news today, but now it's time for Money Monday, where we talk about one interesting money-related news story you should know. And today we're talking about hobbies that may make you a profit. So it's a fun one. 24-7 Wall Street looked at the hobbies that are usually done just for fun, but actually can mean more money in the bank for certain people. Their findings? Gaming came in at number one. Skilled gamers with great personalities can earn money playing video games on live streaming platforms. Of course, it's rare, but the very top streamers can make a lot. Ninja, for example, reportedly makes about $6 million a year through paying subscribers, ads on YouTube, and sponsorships. The list also includes things like flying drones. Drones with cameras are now helping people make money as they record real estate videos or stock photography for a reported $200 a project. Of course, artists sell projects using calligraphy on sites like Etsy. Others have said they make decent money by building sandcastles, brewing beer at home, knitting, or even winning grand prizes at trivia games. All right, thank you so much for listening today. And thank you to the new Newsworthy Insiders for supporting the show. You all are amazing. And to those taking the time to write those kind reviews on various podcast apps, I see them and I so appreciate it. As always, you can read more about any of the news stories mentioned in your podcast app or find the links on thenewsworthy.com slash show notes. The Newsworthy is ready for you to listen every weekday by four in the morning. So I'll be back with more news tomorrow. Have a great day. 